everybody to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. This is Taylor McLean. Today we're going to be talking about the New Orleans Saints 34-23 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to start with the New Orleans Saints side of the ball. The offensive line equated itself quite well today. Tampa Bay has a better defense than a lot of people would think. They are underrated in a lot of places and Really, the only thing that kept them from getting to Drew Brees today, other than the line, was the short passing game. They basically nickel and dimed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the whole time. There was a lot of dinking and dunking, a lot of run after catch, which was big for them, especially Alvin Kamara in the passing game. It was really an up-and-down performance by the offense overall really turned out that the defense put them in good position to score a good amount of the time and, and kept getting the ball back for them with a, a disjointed Tampa Bay attack and, with, of course, with the interceptions from Tom. The New Orleans line aside, which I do think, like I said, that is a quality unit that will serve New Orleans going forward well, I like the way that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is set up. I like that they have Indomitian and Vita Vea and JPP on the line. That's a big deal. I like Levante and Shaquille Barrett as different types of linebackers. And then when you throw Devin White on top of all of that, that's going to make for a quality unit this year. When you add what the cornerbacks managed to do today, along with Antoine Winfield, that has the making of a decent unit as well. I like the way that that could come together for them. And really what happened today is they played a full-strength New Orleans squad. And although they were able to shut down Mike Thomas for most of the day, they just didn't have enough to overcome what New Orleans was doing to them. I would look for bigger things from the Tampa Bay defense. I'm excited about their matchup with the Carolina Panthers this week. I'm interested to see what that looks like. I think we're going to see Tampa Bay come out a little sharper this time, and I think they will beat the Carolina Panthers. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. We'll see what they come out with next time. When you're looking at Drew Brees' numbers, they were highly underwhelming. Now, there was the two touchdowns, obviously, but for Drew Brees to truly be valuable, he definitely needs to be blowing out the passing yards. And 160 passing yards, most of which were run after the catch, it seemed like, That is not a good sign for his quarterback one value. The other bad thing about Drew Brees from a a quarterback one standpoint is that during the goal line in the spots where a quarterback would run, that's Taysom Hill. And then they run so much gadget stuff that it takes him off the field a lot of times, not necessarily in the red zones, but just takes it out of Drew's hands a lot. And I don't like that. They probably need it to a certain extent just to keep everything interesting and everything, you know, off his shoulders. But if you have him as your quarterback one, of course there's going to be better days than this. But I can't like that as that's my guy. That's who I want to roll with week to week. Because if they get up big and they're able to run the ball better, this could be a situation where they don't even lean on Breeze hardly at all if they don't have to. And then you throw in Mike Thomas possibly being gone for a while. That's also going to hurt his overall value because Mike was just soaking up those targets, getting yards after the catch, doing all the things that Drew needs a a wide receiver to do. And with more focus on Emmanuel Sanders, on Kamara, 
that could be a bad thing for their offense overall. So getting Mike back kind of makes the whole rest of it go. So we'll need to see what the time frames are on how long he's out before we really can really say we have a certain amount of confidence one way or another in the New Orleans offense. So Drew Brees, maybe not a QB1. I think he's definitely capable of he's definitely capable of supporting a wide receiver one as we've seen, supporting Kamara in the passing game as well, and then throw in Jared Cook. Jared Cook was all over the field. He was making catches. Kind of seemed like the same situation as last year, which was successful. So you, if you have Jared Cook, he's exactly what you thought he was. He's not going to be a top five tight end probably, but he's not going to be a bottom <laughs> a bottom uh, 20 tight end. He's going to be in the top 10 somewhere likely. And although he's inconsistent, I do like the way Jared Cook was moving out there, and I think he is going to be a part of the offense. So I'm definitely buying him as a, as a tight end one. And, of course, we're hoping for a speedy return by Mike Thomas. His three for 17 was highly underwhelming, but they did a good job on the outside, Tampa Bay did, and they kind of focused on stopping the passing game, which led to them having to do things the other way. And like I said, really the downfall of this for Tampa Bay was the defense – excuse me, was the turnovers in the offense at this time. We're looking at the running game now for the New Orleans attack. And, of course, when you think the New Orleans running game, you think Alvin Kamara, 12 carries, 18 yards, and a touchdown. That and a touchdown part is really important for his fantasy day. He also had five receptions on 51 yards. He had eight targets there, so he definitely was a a part of that game, and that helped helped keep the value high. I loved that I saw him healthy out there running. He looked good. He was breaking tackles. He's running through arm tackles. He should have had a bigger day, too. They gave a goal line carry to Taysom Hill that no doubt in my mind Alvin Kamara would have run through the tackle that tackled Taysom Hill. Okay, I get it. You have to do weird stuff to keep everybody looking the other way, but Taysom Hill goal line carry, no thank you. Give it to Alvin. Let him score the touchdown. And really, the Alvin rushing touchdown was late, or one of the Alvin touchdowns was late and was kind of a a garbage FU touchdown, I guess, (laughs) because they really didn't need to have to do it necessarily, but they they sure went down there and did it And right after Tom had uh, thrown one to Mike. So I don't know. I think there's a bigger days for Alvin and the yardage, so I I think that's definitely something I'm buying for for the long term is Kamara, trying to get him, trying to make two people and turn him into Kamara. I think that's a great play. Um, That's even despite Latavius Murray looking good. Uh, Latavius had the 15 carries for 48, outrushed, uh, outcarried and outrushed Alvin. He was even targeted. He was in around the goal line. So he's going to have some standalone value without Alvin being out. If Alvin did ever happen to go out, we're talking about a, a, a number one running back. Maybe not a top five running back, but he had a couple of those days when Alvin was out. And he could do it again. He looks good. He looked healthy as well. And I would definitely be in on Latavius if I saw Alvin go down. He's a great person to have on your bench because he could score a touchdown if you had to have him in a pinch. But at the same time, if he, if Alvin ever goes down, he's the perfect lottery ticket uh, in the Chase Edmonds role where, you know, he's not the number one running back right now. But if he was, he'd be in business. 
So to summarize, we're concerned if Drew Brees is our number one quarterback. We're excited if Alvin is our number one running back. We're holding Latavius on the bench. We're excited about Jared Cook as a number one tight end, although we're not – let's temper that a little bit. He's not Travis Kelsey. He's not Mark Andrews. So let's back it off a little bit, but still, still like where you drafted him. He's going he's gonna to do profit for you, I would believe, if you drafted him later in the, in the back part of the tight ends. And, of course, we're waiting out Big Mike. Hopefully his ankle is better than we thought, and uh, he's back soon because he's good for the rest of the offense, even though he might siphon off some of the receptions. That, they have to have that to keep everybody honest, to keep the type of focus you would have on a deep receiver. They have to focus on him, even though Drew Brees doesn't have the fastball anymore to really push the ball terribly great downfield. So let's switch to the other side of the ball. I was actually a little bit more interested in this side of the ball. What would it look like? What would Tom look like? How would the wide receivers do? And it raised a lot of questions on how this was going to look and what's going to happen going forward. But I think, I think it, they answered some. And if you look closely on how they played, I think you'll see that Tampa Bay is going to be just fine. Let's start with the line. They did a good job of drafting. Tristan Wirfs, he was good and he was bad. He was probably their best tackle on this day. But at the same time, he's a rookie. He's going to get beat sometimes. So that's not going to be a perfect situation. And the rest of the line probably makes them an average overall unit. But I, I don't see them being a dominating line. What, what's going to work for them is Tom putting them into good situations. They're still running the ball with Ronald Jones. They were able to do that a decent amount, although I think Ronald can claim that he did a lot of the work on that as this time too. Like I said, it's, a, it's an average overall unit. I think Werps definitely can add something. Hopefully Tom can put them in good position. And then, of course, they have good tight ends that can block. I, I like that for them. Having Gronk, even though Gronk didn't have a big game either, he can block. That's a big deal for, you, for your tight end to have somebody that's a threat to, to be, be both a blocker and a receiver, which he still is. So the New Orleans Saints defense was probably the bigger story today. They got back Malcolm Jenkins. They added Janoris Jenkins, so I guess they, they double Jenkins. And that was a huge deal for their secondary, adding that on top, top of Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams. That made a huge difference for them. They were all over Big Mike and Godwin and the rest of the passing game. Throw that in with a good front seven. Cameron Jordan was rushing well. I mean, they, they, they do a lot of different things, and it made it really tough on Tampa, especially when Tampa's strength is the passing game, is the wide receivers, and that's what it's all going to feed off of. They were able to shut that down. They're just, they're just a really, really bad matchup for Tampa Bay. I think they're good, a good defense, too. I would say definitely keep New Orleans if you have them. They just need to stay healthy, just like everybody else. It's just a game of attrition. Who's still out there? And, of course, a pick six never hurts either. So let's get into Tom and the, the Tampa Bay offense, the rest of the Tampa Bay offense. It was not his best performance of his career. Of course it wasn't. 239 yards and two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns was of the garbage variety, too, to try and bail out the day. Tom definitely still has fastball. He looks just as good as he did last year. 
and he has way better weapons. All of those things are still true. Mike was hampered today. Godwin got knocked out in the fourth quarter. It's not all Tom's fault as far as this part goes. He was pressured, but in the picks were mistakes that were probably his fault. But at the same time, from a fantasy perspective, Tom is going to be just fine. He's your quarterback one. I'm way more excited about him as a quarterback one than I am Drew Brees, simply from his willingness to go downfield. And he still has the ability to do it too. And big Mike Williams, when he's able to get a little bit more separation, and maybe even not when he's able to get a little bit more separation, he's going to go up and get a lot more of those balls. They just didn't go his way this time. There was a couple of pass interferences that negated big plays. Now, you're still going to be basing your Tom on his, uh, his passing, but he also might get a, get a touchdown like he did today too. He still has the best quarterback sneak there is and uh, had a beautiful quarterback sneak to get that touchdown. So nothing's changed on that end. He's still not their best rusher like the rushing quarterbacks can be, but uh, he will get a couple more of those, I would think, with this offense because they're going to have opportunities. And there was opportunities today. It just didn't quite go their way. There was some, you know, some pressure. There was a lot of miscommunication. It looked like they needed to have more time, and they will because guess what? They didn't have a preseason this year, and it showed. So I'm keeping Tom. If that's if I'm at the back end of the quarterbacks and there's nothing else out there, I think he can be a quarterback one this year, and he's going to have better days. This offense is going to have better days. I think the New Orleans defense is really good. Let's move over to the Tampa Bay receiving core. It was a weird day because of the way that the New Orleans secondary played. Chris Godwin got loose on some intermediate stuff in a one long 29-yard. It looks like he got a concussion, so he's probably out this week. Hopefully that doesn't linger because I like the way he looked with Tom. He was getting the intermediate stuff. He was had seemed like they had chemistry, so I'm definitely good with Godwin where you got him. He will have bigger days, although you might not be able to rely on him. And then you might look at Mike Evans and say, uh-oh, one catch for two yards, one touchdown that kind of saves it. But one, what happened here? Well, first of all, he wasn't quite getting the separation he usually gets, even though that's not even necessarily his game. He's more of, of a guy that bodies people. And Marshawn Lattimore was all up in his business. It was a big day for Marshawn, and he, he had got the best of Mike. Mike's touchdown was when he got loose on a linebacker at the very end. Nice toe tap, beautiful catch. You might think, maybe I should sell on Mike Evans before it gets worse. Nay, you should buy Mike Evans before it gets better. He, Brady was throwing the ball downfield. He was looking for Mike. It just wasn't their day. There are going to be bigger days for Brady and Big Mike. This is what I wanted to see. Well, not the yardage and not the catches, but I wanted to see would Brady force the ball down the field and not even force it, but just push the ball down the field when there was the opportunity, and he did. And that was there. It just didn't quite get there. And, you know, without peak Mike, it just wasn't quite there. He will get better. Hamstrings don't last forever. They will get a bye week at some point. So – I'm buying Big Mike if I can. Now, you want to when you're buying somebody like Big Mike on that day, you're buying low. You want to try and get something, say, try to get somebody to panic. Oh, when you're talking to him, oh, he had two yards. That was impressive. But then you're coming back and trying to trade for him. That's a little suspicious, right? 
So you want to try and slip him in as a second part of a trade where you're getting a quote unquote downgrade, but really you're getting big Mike who's going to have a big year this year. The tight ends, although OJ caught a touchdown, I'm not buying him like I'm buying Dallas Goddard. They still have Cameron Bray. They still have Gronk and that's going to cannibalize the situation for a while. Gronk's going to have better days. It just didn't quite go his way. I'm not buying OJ Howard. I, he's burned me way too much. Now, maybe Brady has taken him under his wing. Maybe that's a big situation for this year, but there's tight ends I'm buying before OJ Howard. I guess I just need to see it again. We'll see you score a touchdown. We'll see you catch four on six targets. You know, I, I want to see it more. Let's see if Gronk only gets three targets. That seemed a little low. It seemed like they were still working Gronk in a little bit. So I don't think I would be buying the O.J. Howard, although he's probably free. So there is that. There is something to say. Uh, free 99 is definitely something that you want to look at. But maybe if you're in a tighter, a deeper tight end situation, that's something you do. But I like Hawkinson better. I like Dallas Goddard better. Really want to see them run that two tight end stuff with Dallas Goddard more. That was speaking of Tom Brady. It looked like Aaron Hernandez and Gronk and Gronk. <laughs> they looked like both of them out there. Anyway, those are the only real pass catching options I'm looking at here. There's no Scotty Miller love for me. Maybe with Godwin out, he gets has a better game. Maybe he's a DFS streamer. That would be interesting. I could look at that, but I don't know about Scooter as he was nicknamed, apparently. I don't know about Scooter. I'm going to have to see that again before I start believing in that. Let's talk about Ronald Jones and the running attack for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was actually a lot more successful than I would have thought. 17 for 68 yards is not extremely impressive, but what I will tell you is that Ronald Jones definitely had burst it seemed like they trusted him a lot more this year already. And there are going to be scoring opportunities for this team. So unless they're planning to use Leonard Fournette as the goal line back and just didn't show me that, then I think Ronald Jones is in good shape here. If he fell down your draft boards when, when Leonard Fournette came in, you are very happy with what you saw because he was absolutely the first running back. He is going to be – I hate Leonard Fournette this year – Good Lord, he looked like a plotter. He doesn't look strong. He's supposed to be running strong, and he doesn't run strong. We'll see if that changes, but I'm not high on Leonard Fournette. I had a friend drop Antonio Gibson instead of Leonard Fournette. I think he's going to end up paying for that. I'm going to say I think Antonio Gibson outscores Leonard Fournette this year, just week one. That's my week one call right now. Maybe they're working him in more. Maybe they're not going to just run Ronald Jones, but it kind of seemed – like they were just excited to work Ronald Jones in there and they kind of brought Leonard in just to see. And what they saw was five carries, five yards on nine snaps. You wouldn't know it because Shady didn't get a carry, but he outsnapped Leonard by a significant portion over, over half. So it was, it's a tough day for Leonard owners, but maybe there's better days. He's still a great Lottery ticket hold only because he probably would take over for Ronald if he went out. Now he'd still be plodding along in the way that he does, but I don't really see them having a lot else and they didn't show it today if they do. So 
I would think that you'd still want to try and hold Leonard if you could, but I'm not really trying that hard. I didn't have him in the first place and I like the way Ronald Jones looked. So I would be running, if I watched the film and I was Tampa Bay, I'd be going ahead and keeping Ronald Jones out there. So to summarize, bigger things for Tampa Bay, New Orleans needs to keep using Kamara and using more. We're going to try and be hopeful on Tom Brady. You know, really he only threw the ball 36 times. I think he'll end up throwing the ball more on certain days, even though that may not be best for, you know, his arm strength, you know, try and keep him healthy going into the playoffs. But, hey, you got to make the playoffs first, Tampa Bay, so let's focus on that. Anyway, that's all I got today for this game. It was a fun game. I look forward to watching these teams again, and I hope you're able to take the information that came out of it, and I hope you're able to go and uh, win your league. Have a great day, people.